Thursday morning, back Kaylee and Luca got a jam-packed show for you. Uh, if you want to check out our socials, head over to Get Serial on Instagram and Facebook, and check out the Sin website, sin.org.au. Kaylee, back. How, how are you this morning? Kind of tired, to be honest. I I don't think my sleep schedule has fixed itself um, since the whole American election debacle. Um, I, I think I really need to learn to sleep and wake like a normal person again. How about you, Kaylee? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, the whole election, a little bit stressful there for a couple <laughs> of days. But no, I think I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying this non-isolation life. I'm not going to lie. It's been phenomenal. It is. Luca, it how is are good. you? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm pretty pumped. Uh, this week, yeah. uh, we're celebrating NADOC week. Uh, so we're talking about a segment mm-hmm. there. Uh, next, coming up next. Um, what else have we got coming up, uh, guys? We are bringing back the complaint section in our first hour today. So I hope you're ready to hear us be incredibly petty about something. And we are also we've got a great interview coming up with the founder of Gathering of Kindness. So please stay tuned for that. What else we got, Kaylee? We have a three-word game, which we're featured in most of our shows. We then have the iconic news quiz, which uh, Luca and I are terrible at. Um, <laughs> and then we have weird superstitions, super, sorry, <laughs> uh, gosh, stuttering, that we believe in. And then we will finish off with our media recommendations. Excellent, excellent. Well, I guess we should head into our first song. Luca, do you want to take that away for us? First song this morning is Bujera, Missing You. You're listening to Get Serial this Thursday morning with Beck, Kaylee and Luca here on Sin. You're all Get Serial this Thursday morning here on Sin with your hosts Beck, Kaylee and Luca. The song you just heard there from Nick Ward, I Want to Be Myself or Nothing at All. We're going to get stuck into uh, some events and things that are happening around this week's NADOC week. Uh, it's occurring around Australia and here in Victoria. And uh, back, uh, I was just wondering what the theme of this year's NADOC week is. Well, I'm glad you asked. This year's theme is always was, always will be. And that reflects and recognizes that First Nations people have been here occupying and caring for this this land for over 65,000 years. So that is an immensely long time, really, when you think about it. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Uh, yeah, oldest civilization in the world. Uh, uh, there's, there's also some exciting events um, that we're all looking forward to. Uh, you can check this out on today, here at 12th of November. Uh, so at 5 o'clock this evening, there's a Zoom meeting with astronomer Carly Noon. So we're talking about uh, things about space, um, what it's like to be an astronomer, and where she got her start uh, with stargazing, let's say. And, uh, yeah, what astronomy means and uh, their insight with First Nations people, how they interact with the stars, how they use the stars to either tell stories or as, uh, like, a guidance or with, uh, yeah, as a map, let's say. As well. what, what other events are you guys excited about? Um, I know I'm excited about the event. It's called Honouring Warrior Women, um, and the event ultimately celebrates the life of uh, Lisa Bell, who was an activist, a poet, a feminist, politician, um, and a lot more. Uh, the event is both online or you can go at self-guided. It's held at Nicholson Street. Uh, there's plenty of time to go see. It's from the 8th of November to the 30, 31st of December. Um, 
but yet yeah, also online. So I know I'm excited for that one. Any more, guys? Um, well, I'm super interested in Bart Willoughby, Live from the Porch. If you're not familiar, uh, he is a reggae artist who was a founding member of the band No Fixed Address. He's the first um, Indigenous artist to score a feature film and has this amazing multi-instrumentalist um, long-standing music career. And yeah, so that is streaming 7 p.m. today from Facebook. Pretty cool. Awesome. awesome. I like that that it's a lot online as well. Really, yeah, really making allowances and also making it easier to attend more of this stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Super excited for that. Uh, You can also catch up on uh, www.nadoc.org.au slash get involved slash nadoc hyphen week hyphen events. That's all the list of uh, other events that are listed there, whether they be in the community or in the city or online, as we said. Uh, plenty of stuff happening around uh, Twitter and the country as well, at large. Uh, coming up on the rest of the show, we've got our interview with the founder of uh, Gathering of Kindness, which is Kindness in Healthcare. But first, we'll be uh, heading over to our complaint section as well after our song break. Uh, the song we'll be listening to is by Ariel Pink, Burnt Out Love. You're with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca this Thursday morning here at Get Zero on Sin. This is Get Serial for your Thursday morning. You are listening to Beck, Kaylee, and Luca, and you've just heard Club Sport Like Nirvana. Now, we are bringing back a, seg- a segment this week. We're going to bring back the complaint section. That's right, folks. It is the return of the complaint section. The return of the living complaint section. Complaint section. Resurrection. Sorry, I'll stop saying movie, tier, title. <laughs> anyway, have you noticed how sequels actually... Have you noticed how sequels often, if they don't have a number, they have something that's like R-E something underneath it? It's like Revelations or um, Resurgence, Resurrection, uh, that kind of thing. Like like those underworld (laughs) movies. It's, it's, um, yeah. (laughs) You know what? That could be my first complaint, Um, but I do have many more. So how about you guys? Do you have any complaints for this week? What's petty and annoying and making you crazy? Mm. I mean, all in all, it's been a positive week, hasn't it? Let's just start off on a positive note. It's been a positive week with um, with the restrictions easing and normal life. However, there's still going to be things that annoy us, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Luca, do you have any? I'm trying to – I'm really trying to rack my brain. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> when people leave cheese out of the fridge for too long. And, and it turns uh, that colour. And it turns that color, exactly. And it turns that color, and you're like, no, cheese, why? And you just blame it, you play the blame game, like, who left the cheese out? Personally, the the avocado (laughs) as well. You know, when people cut like an avocado in half and they leave it on the bench, I know that happens in my household a lot, and it just goes brown, and you think, what a waste. Where do you um, cut the avocado? Sorry? How do you cut the avocado? Do you like cut it in half and then scoop it out as you go, or is it like segmented sections? I cut in half. It in half. You, do uh-huh. you do you cut it differently, you heathen? Actually, I've watched <laughs> yeah, someone peel an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> you just drill into the avocado. Yeah, yeah excavate the pure avocado <laughs> goodness. Oh, okay, sure. So, my other complaints for this week are okay. My first, my number one complaint section target now is actually myself. So. Oh. Uh, trust no one, not even yourself. Um, complain about everyone, including yourself. I'm mad at me for staying up for so many nights in a row over the American election, knowing that nothing was probably going to happen for days, and still thinking that if I made it to like four in the morning, that you know the whole thing would become clear to me, and thereby sacrificing any chance I had of being a wakeful and functional person in the next subsequent days. Oh. So. That is my number one complaint, aside from the fact that sequels to films often start with R-E something for no reason. <laughs> right. No, I feel like that's a very relatable one, and I think a lot of people have probably done the same. I know my um, all my news feeds and Instagram, I've read so many articles. I've read more articles in the last week than I ever have before about this election. I guess my other complaint, section complaint is, 
I feel like we don't uh, get get at this impassioned about our own politics for some reason, which is which is mm, mm. <laughs> interesting. Um, interesting. I guess everything seems so much more um, like ceremonial in America, right? Like yeah. you know, the, we go to we go to Australian politics, and we've got some guy standing in a park giving a presser outside by a tree and we cut to American politics and they've got like, you know, like the stretch sort of like Hummer kind of like fancy pageantry. We're not a pageantry country, which I love about us actually. We're not a pageantry country. I 100% agree. I I feel like, I feel like I'm, um, I'm a fan of that, but yeah. Yeah. I guess that's my other complaint. I feel like we don't, we're not as invested in our own politics sometimes. So that's just, that's just my opinion. (laughs) No, um, I agree. Well, um, you know what? This is so not anything to do with politics and very far from it. Vacuuming my car. Um, that's my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good, that's a good tone change. That's a good tone change. Thank I you. like Vacuuming it. Vacuuming my car and, you know, and washing your bed sheets and then putting them back on the bed. Hmm. I feel like I'm an easygoing gal. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy with anything, but when it comes to that, those two things, I hate. I actually hate it. It's such a process for me. You know what I mean? When you're changing your bed sheets, can someone else agree with me? I agree. Okay. All right. Here is the ultimate complaint section. Complaint. I can barely change a fitted sheet. Like the fitted it's, sheet always wins, and like it's so hard, and you get so worked. I get really worked up. You're just like, why can't I get my life together? Why can't I fit the sheet to the bed? No, I get it. I, I'm, I have a bed that's sort of pressed up against a wall, which means I have to move the bed away from the wall to put the fitted sheet in, uh, which I wouldn't recommend if you don't, don't put your bed up against the wall because, honestly, the, the scramble each time to try and push my fingers down between the wall and my bed and the fact that it will invariably invariably and inevitably slip off in the middle of the night and leave me wrapped in the fitted sheet. Um, you know what? Dark days. Dark days for me. <laughs> I agree. I don't like when the lint, like the lint from like the dryer or whatever, it, it comes off the bed sheet like, when you're trying to like put it on to your bed actually and then you've just vacuumed the room so then you just got lint everywhere after you just vacuumed I'm like oh well this is pointless why did i even bother vacuuming my room in the first place oh i know vacuuming carpet no matter what you do there's always little cheeky um cheeky little buggers the little little bits of fluff <laughs> <laughs> i don't like washing windows either it's taking a very strange turn. <laughs> it's, I, I'm getting the impression that maybe you guys just don't enjoy cleaning. Could that be I it? I know. I love cleaning. I do, but it's... Washing it's, the cars one thing. Vacuuming. I'm going I'm to close, I'm gonna close this one off with the ultimate and definitive statement on cleaning. If you wash the dishes by hand and then you have to take out that little thing that stops everything from going down the sink and it's full of a variety of assorted food chunks... That is the ultimate complaint. I hate that thing. <laughs> I work in hospitality, for gosh sakes. The things I see in a sink, criminal. Criminal. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to think about that anymore, so we're going to go to our next song. And you know what? I'm exhausted, and this next song is by Tired Lion. You know what? It fits. It's a vibe. We've got Tired Lion. See you later. You're listening to Get Serial on Sin with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. Hi guys, you're listening to Get Serial here on Sin with Luca, Beck and Kaylee. You just heard Moju put it on hold. Guys, we have a really interesting interview coming up. We're joined by Dr. Kath Crook, doctor at the Royal Children's Hospital. She also runs the Hush Foundation and Gathering of Kindness. How are you? Very good, thank you. Nice to be here. Oh, good. Well, first off, we'll start off. Can you tell us a little bit about Gathering of Kindness and kind of the overall mission of the organisation? Yeah, look, I'd love to. The Gathering of Kindness is a social movement that we're building to try and get people having some of the conversations we really need to have about how to improve kindness, particularly in healthcare, but actually throughout the whole of society and the impact that kindness can have to really make things go as well as possible. This all started out of my work as a doctor at the Royal Children's and I've been there now 25 years 
And I started thinking, look, it's really stressful if you've got a family member who's unwell. And what you really want is to be treated with care, kindness and respect. And that some of those things matter as much as the actual medicines that we might give you or the operations we might do. Does that make sense? Well, it absolutely makes sense. And I understand that the gathering of kindness sort of invites us to picture a health system that is kinder and more satisfying for patients, residents, staff, and families. Could you please speak a bit more to that if you feel like it? Yes, look, that concept really is very important to take a positive outlook on um, our healthcare system. Because if you think about some of the things that go on behind the scenes, staff don't always treat each other with kindness. Uh, It's a very hierarchical business to be in with, you know, a sort of a top-down culture that doesn't lend itself to people lower down in the culture feeling they're safe to speak up if they're worried about things. And we'd been hearing a lot about bullying in healthcare, junior doctors getting burnt out, a lot of suicide with the health professionals themselves. And we started thinking that's a very negative space to be in. What would the positive space be? What would the kind health system look like? And what are the building blocks of doing that? And it also um, has sort of spread into education where instead of stamping out bullying in schools, what's a kind school? What does that look like? And what are the elements of a kind school? And if you come at it from that angle, actually you're building the positive thing that you want and the bad behaviour tends to drop away. And we find that teams just function so much better when they connect with each other, they treat each other with kindness. If you say you're working in a team and somebody's a bit sort of grumpy or scratchy or things aren't going well, what we suggest to people is just take a step back, take a breath and have a think what's going on for that person who's behaving badly. Maybe they're hungry or angry or tired or late or even scared. You know, there's a lot of things might be going on in the background for them that make them react badly. And if you can take that into consideration and then send back the kindness to them, you actually can turn a whole situation around quite quickly. On a personal note, Kath, what are some some positive changes that you've experienced in your last 25 years working at the Royal Children's Hospital? Look, we've made some major um, changes Firstly, how much we respect and care for the patients and families. So what's called patient-centred care is actually listening to what are the things that matter to the family that's in front of you and not that everybody gets that cookie-cutter sort of treatment or medicine but that you individualise it for the person in front of you and what are the things that are really important to them and their family. Once we started doing that and listening to the families, they actually taught us a lot about what it's like when you're the one in the bed or you're the one sitting next to the bed with a sick loved one because the families notice so much. Once we'd started to listen to the families, we then realised we need to listen to each other. So we need to gather the expertise of junior nurses who come on on the ward and who might notice things that we haven't noticed because we've done it the same way for 25 years. And here's a fresh set of eyes that says, I wonder why you have this particular practice going on in the ward. And it makes us, I think, refresh how we look at how we're doing our work. And we've really found that this sort of attitude of connecting human to human with the people that you're working with um, can make a big difference to how you understand them and how you can make your team as good and as strong and as efficient as possible. Now, um, Kath, with uh, World Kindness Day coming up, you know, you guys hold a fair few events and obviously at the moment with everything that's going on, um, you know, with COVID and stuff like that, how have you guys had to kind of transition your events online? You know, how have you adapted and what's, what's kind of, changed well it's had to be really different and at the beginning of the year we thought well we just can't do the gathering of kindness because normally it's a road show 
We take musicians with us. We take actors and we put on plays in hospitals. Um, we give talks. We bring authors with us who might present their book and explain um, their book that might talk about their experience in healthcare. So we were all a little bit flattened and I think it took till about May for us to think, no, we've still got amazing things to talk about and some really beautiful content. Let's just go online. So now, in fact, we've had a bigger response this year than ever before. And I reckon there are two reasons for that. One, that online content is so accessible for anybody at any time. And we've put out a whole series of free events and then um, a couple of things on Friday that are low um, cost just to cover our costs, but some really interesting speakers. So that's one thing. And the other is kindness during this pandemic has really come to the fore. And I think you've probably all noticed how um, the things that people do for each other to help when there's a crisis actually sustain our whole society. It's like the glue that holds society together. So when we've talked about kindness this year, people have said, we really get it, we really understand this and we want to get involved. So I'd love people to go onto our website, gatheringofkindness.org, and have a look at what we've got. We've packaged it in little packages from about three-minute videos that you can have a look at up to an hour session where you can listen to some international speakers talking about some of these issues and you can be involved in the questions and answers afterwards. Oh, perfect. We'll be sure to check that one out. Thank you. Can, can, you um, can you tell us a bit more about the Hush Foundation and the role that plays in the Gathering of Kindness? Well, the Hush Foundation sort of underpins all of this. Hush came about when the parents at the hospital said to me, this environment is so hard and so scary for us. And I started bringing Australian composers in to hospitals to have a bit of a think about the environment and how we could make the sounds that you listen to in a hospital much more calming and reduce people's stress. So we've now done 18 albums of new Australian music and people can have a listen. Um, we're on Spotify and iTunes and all of those, those platforms. And also you can get the music through our website. And these are incredible Australian composers who've stood in the corner in a hospital operating room or a waiting room and they've listened to all the noise that's going on and they've thought about what music can sit in that environment to help make people feel more calm. And it works an absolute treat. So the music is in hospitals all around the world now. Who can listeners uh, expect to hear from, from the guest speakers on the, on the World Kindness Day? On World Kindness Day, we've got Simon Anderson, who's a social researcher from Scotland. Now, Scotland has done some incredible work on kindness in public policy and talking about those acts of kindness that actually make the wheels of society turn on top of what government or anything else provides. Society will actually break down if you don't have people looking in on their neighbours um, taking food to a relative who's not well, all of these things are so important. So we talked to Simon. We'll also talk to Chris Turner, who's an emergency physician in the UK, and he talks about civility, which is something of an English sort of a word, but I think we all understand what it's like to speak civilly to other people and that you get the best out of people when you do that. And if you speak to people rudely, you actually reduce their bandwidth to be able to, pre to process information and that's when things start to go wrong. And we've also got a very interesting panel of Australian speakers, um, David Clark from the Australian Safety Institute talking about workplace health and safety and how we need to be looking after, particularly looking after our doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals um, so that they can do their work in the best possible way. And I think the, that panel are going to talk about how the pandemic has affected people in lots of different workplaces. So it's going to be an exciting day and we'd love people to join in. Um, you know, wherever you come from, I think you'll find something that uh, you'll have a takeaway message that will be helpful to you. 
Now, Kath, to wrap this up, um, if you could tell us, you know, you know, it sounds obvious how we can be kind in the workplace, but do you have any um, any ways that exercise or, or tips or tricks or anything like that that we can impl- implement kindness throughout the workplace? Um, I would say the first thing is to be kind to yourself. I think often people are very sort of hard on themselves and they expect a lot and um, may not even be doing the self-kindness before they get to helping other people. It's almost like put on your oxygen mask first before you try and help other people in a plane yeah. crash. And I think the the next tip would be take a breath when there's something going on that doesn't look like good behaviour in the workplace. Think about where's that other person coming from and how can I help to de-escalate the situation rather than make it worse. And the third thing would be meet together with your teams each day and start to get to know some of the other things about the people in your team that may give you a better understanding of what that person is about. And it, what we did at our hospital was we started talking about our other interests and, of course, music is one of mine. So we'll often start our morning talking about who's been to hear a band at the weekend or one of our anaesthetic technicians plays in a band so we always ask him what he's been doing they'll always ask me how my my hush foundation's going what my children are up to that sort of thing humanizes our interactions and it gives you a little bit more tolerance I think for the people that you're working with well thank you for joining us Dr Kath Croc um that has really resonated with me and I'm really hoping that it resonates with our listeners as well You are listening to Get Serial on Sin with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. And up next, we have another song for you. It is Watching Trees by Eleven Pond. You're on Get Serial this Thursday morning with your hosts, Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. You're on Sin. Uh, We've had a great show so far. You would have heard our interview with founder of uh, Gathering of Kindness. Uh, kindness in Healthcare it's foundation there. Uh, it's uh, you can find that also on omni.org.au on the same website as well. Find out more about that foundation as well. We also talk about NADOC Week and some various activities and events that are happening there. Also go to the NADOC website if you are interested as well. But continuing on with this morning's show, we will be having our three-word game. A three-word game uh, describing. Australian animals this week in three words or less. Uh, oh. <laughs> excited. Uh, I saw an animal once, so I think I'm pretty good. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put this out there, but I heard recently that there was like a new animal. I oh. think it was like, actually, no, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to get it wrong. But it had the word greater in its name, and I'm like super into that because I, I want to know what makes an animal greater than the other animal. <laughs> Kaylee, please say something. <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling confident. I, I too have seen an animal. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. Should we get started? Let's get started. Yes, please relieve me of trying to list all the animals I've seen or something, a name like that. A koala, a meerkat. No, sorry, carry on. Oh. All right, this week's first animal. Here we go. Uh, water. Duck build. Platypus. Platypus, done. That's one point. To back. Uh, I didn't even have time to think. <laughs> okay, carry on. She's quick today. All right, next animal. Next animal. Today. Uh, deadly. <laughs> ocean. Rockfish. Skin. Stonefish. Stonefish. Nah, nah. Not stingray. Stingray. Nah, yeah. not stingray. Um, Dolphin. Blue bottle. Yeah, blue bottle. Oh, oh, I just so, yelled that, so I'm Kaylee now with the yelling. Yes, yeah, so, so I've, I've turned it down this this step. Okay, okay. The next animal is flightless bird. Emu. Oh, um, emu, yeah. Oh. oh, I'm gonna give it to to Beck. You both got it right by like yeah, that's Beck fine. got in there quickly. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Another, another one, another one. Hmm. Yep. Um, 
Possum. Uh, eucalyptus. Small. Koala. 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 I think we said that at the same time. <laughs> I think we did. Uh, it's not a koala. Oh, eucalyptus. Oh. Oh. Can you please repeat the, 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 uh, the three words? So, small, eucalyptus, possum. Possum? Oh, possum. a, um... Oh, uh, the baby ones. Um, yeah. The baby one. They're sweet. Sugar glider. Yes, that's it. It's correct. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Chief animal knower. <laughs> King animal knower. Uh, emperor of the animal knowing kingdom. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not with it, am this I? Is... Come on, Kaylee. Let's get this one right. All right. Spiky, okay. egg laying, outback. Octopus. Octopus. Yes, but I mean, the word. I can't describe it. The words are like on my tongue. Like, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? This oh is grim, God. Kaylee. Octopus. I meant to say a kid now. Well, all right. Um, I'm going to. I. You know, you know who is it was king of the jungle? It's me personally. I am king of the jungle. Thank you. Thank you. It is the lion. It is me, Beck. Animal knower. <laughs> we're um. we're Beck sweeps it this week. <laughs> she does. Coming up next, we've got our news quiz part coming up. And before that, we're going to get to a song from Kutcher Edwards. We sing. You're on Sin, listening to Get Serial this Thursday morning with your hosts Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. All right, all right. You are listening to Get Serial with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca, and you have just heard Kutcher Edwards. We sing now, friends. Mm-hmm. It's time for news quiz. <laughs> yeah. So we have not had a great news quizzy history. I think it's been at least two news quizzes since anybody actually got anything right. It might be more. That is correct. So, uh, for our listeners, um, for our listeners' benefit. I'll explain what News Quiz is once again. So each week, except for our lovely Halloween special where we shook things up, I have been taking us through three news stories. Two of them are fake and one of them is real. It is then up to Kaylee and Luca and their amazing deductive and reasoning skills to determine which news story is fact and which two are fiction. At the end of the season, the winner, being the one with the most points, um, well, they'll be our ultimate news detective, and I'll come up with some special celebration for them specifically. I don't know what that'll be yet, but stay tuned and find out. So, how are you guys feeling ahead of uh, ahead of this return to News Quiz? I mean, with my performance beforehand, I'm not feeling positive, and given my past history with this game, you know, I'll I'll just leave it with that, really. I have All a right. notepad ready. Okay. <clears throat> I'll take uh I'll take take us off then. Okay. Florida man caught breaking and entering claims he was, in quotation marks, sleepwalking. Um let's see, our next one is Thai Cat returns with also quotation marks debt after going missing for three days. And video game streamer overpowers Home Intruder While Live. Ooh. Mm. I, want, I, wanna, I want to believe the streamer, but I have a feeling that that's not impossible. Can you please repeat the last one? Video game streamer overpowers Home Intruder While Live. I think it's the third one. The third one? Alright, how about you, Luca? I really hope that this Thai cat has returned home with some debt. I want to, okay. like, if he's got gambling or whatever, but, like, still, that would be cool. So I'm going to go for the second one. Okay. All right. Um, well, folks, this is a historic news quiz because we have a winner this time. And that's oh Luca. The Thai cat did return with uh... a debt. So 
Um, Seven News has reported that this pet cat went missing for three days and returned to its owner with a little cardboard note tied around its neck. And that cardboard note, um, the translation of which kind of reads, your cat kept eyeing the mackerels at my stall, so I gave him three. Um, so there it is. This cat has come back to his house with a little, little note, um, just saying that he's been eating some fish from a stall. So that's really fun and interesting. That sounds like something a cat would do. And unfortunately, the Florida Man story and the video game streamer story are not correct. So better luck next time, Kaylee. No. How are you guys feeling now? Um, you know what? My head's still high. Um, Luca, I'm happy for you. But I, I actually jumped week. out of my chair when, uh, when Beck told us that I got it right. So Did I'm very you? excited. Um, the Thai <laughs> cat story reminded me of the time the penguin, like in Japan, was like walking around and this, this fish store was giving this little penguin some fish to bring home back to its home. I do love an animal, as was evidenced very clearly in our animal quiz <laughs> today. I do love an animal story. Um, no, no bunyips this time. Um, no bunyips. Maybe the bunyip will return one day. We just, we just don't know. But um, anyway, so I guess that's it for the news quiz for this week. Uh, bring your A game to next week, and hopefully you can catch up, Kaylee. <laughs> You are listening to Beck, Kaylee, and Luca Get Serial. Um, our next song is Temporal Love by Sirskew. Welcome back. You're listening to Get Serial here on Sin with Kaylee, Beck, and Luca. You just heard Mugwai's song Dry Fantasies. Guys, the moon. Has anyone looked at the moon lately? Because it's, she's been big. The last week or so, did anyone did anyone see the full moon? I I am a big fan of looking at the sky, but to be honest, I actually haven't been outside that much. So I oh. guess uh, you can take the girl out of the lockdown, but you can't take the lockdown out of the girl. I don't know. I guess I'm still adjusting. Um, but You're true. <laughs> maybe I've made some passing glances at the moon. Right. Well, she's been big the last week. Very big. I actually have a full moon tattoo on my arm. It's a blushing moon. And it got me thinking about weird superstitions that I believe in. Um, And I think crazy things do happen on a full moon, as I've heard from many people. Um, Guys, do you have any weird superstitions that you believe in? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I definitely have, like, these things, right, I don't necessarily believe in anything like positively superstitious. Like Mm -hmm. if you do this, good things will happen or like whatever. But if it's a negative superstition, like, you know, if you break a mirror, something bad's going to happen to you for seven years or um, just any of that other stuff. Like every time something like, like that happens to me, I always spend the next like three days, like even against my better and more rational senses thinking that something's about to happen to me. So that's just me. And I want to say, actually, when it comes to superstitions, that at least one superstition about not walking under ladders is actually just really great common sense. Don't walk under ladders. Something bad could happen yeah, to you. Yeah, very true. Um, how about you, Luca? Before I just ramble about my own strange beliefs for about 20 minutes. I, uh, well, I keep a little chili pepper in my car for good luck and to keep me safe. And, uh, yeah, chili, little chili peppers are like a symbol of good luck and, uh, they keep you safe when you like go on travels for, for oh, Italian really? stuff. So, yeah. yeah, so it's a uh, pepperoncino, everyone that knows. Uh, <laughs> little spicy pepperoncino. Yeah, that keeps us uh, protected from uh, the evils that lurk outside. That's just some superstition, I guess. I'm um I'm like a I'm like one of those I guess I'm a tarot card person, so there's something we're admitting to on the radio. Yeah, really into that kind of thing. I don't necessarily think, but that's the thing, I don't necessarily think that I can see, like, the future or anything like that. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's sort of interesting. Like, it's an interesting process if you want to sit down and shuffle some cards and pull the cards out and think about the pictures on the cards. This is the most boring um, superstition ever, probably. But that's just something that I do occasionally when I feel like I want, like, insight into something. Is anybody else, like... 
Has anybody else done that? What's your full moon tattoo for, Kaylee? Do you just like the moon? I do, and I I was in New Zealand, and then we got tattoos, and yeah, it's just a little. It's like a, it's a little moon, and it's got eyes and a little smiley face on it. It's just like a smiling full moon on my arm, um, and the moon is also blushing. That's a crucial part. Um, Does that have tattoo. any significance? No, it doesn't. The blushing, not at all. I just <laughs> saw this design, and I thought. I like that. And then the guy in New Zealand just, yeah, we proceeded to put it on your body. Little cute, smiley, <laughs> blushing moon on my arm. I don't know. I, it kind of gives me the, like a school, you know, when you go to like a school event and they give you like a smiley face stamp? Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it's, I really like it. It's pretty. Well, I think like, all right, so actually I, I have this. It has to have meaning. I feel it like doesn't, I'm, not, no. <laughs> I'm not a tattoo. I've got a few and I don't, none of them really have great significance meaning i i don't have any tattoos because i'm too inherently indecisive for something like tattoos um yeah i think with like me and the idea of like a good luck charm or like a charm or anything is that i have this terrible like thing where whenever i like go into like you know like maybe like a lucky dip for a good luck charm or like if i am like to get a fortune told or something like that or a thing it always says the same thing and it really drives me mad because it's profoundly unhelpful. It always says, you know, good luck will come to you like slowly and after a lot of struggle, basically. And I'm just Who's like, helping? you know what? <laughs> but at least it's consistent because like I said, I've probably gotten about a dozen of these in my life. I'm not ever sure I've gotten a fortune that says anything other than that. So that's grim. And, it, and like, you know, in, in my best logical knowledge, I'm like, this is just like, this is just a piece of paper with some metal. It doesn't mean anything. And then the, the like, I guess the, the less rational side of my brain is just there like, see, nothing good's going to happen to us this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see, like, there's like some cognitive dissonance here yeah. where I like, I'm secretly holding on to this for some reason. Well, I mean, if it's come up that many times, you're always going to have meaning. And I feel like we all have our own little weird quirks. Actually, this is something I used to do. This is really strange. I can't believe I'm saying on the radio. I used to get really bad nightmares when I was younger. And before I went to bed, I would close my eyes and I would I would list, I would say out loud all, a list of all the nightmares I didn't want to have. Um, Did it I work? Uh, I wouldn't say it worked, but I just did it every night for many years. Like I would list all these different dreams that I didn't really want to have and I just used to it made, made me feel better and and then once you know if I missed it one night I'd be like oh gosh I'm gonna have bad dreams you know what I mean kind of do, you dream, do you dream a lot I don't know this is probably getting the topic of superstitions I but do. are you a person who dreams yeah. a lot ever since I was little I've had really really like uh, quite vivid dreams and they've always been incredibly bizarre but I feel like I'm quite jealous of the people that dream but don't remember it that's me. Yeah. I don't dream. Oh, that's lucky because sometimes you wake up and it kind of sets a weird tone for the day. Yep. So actually the main reason I'm glad that I don't dream anymore is because when I do dream, it's always a nightmare. And I'm pretty sure I spent like at least a year in a bit of my life where I'd go to sleep and like I'd have like several nightmares and then I'd wake up and it was every day. So oh. I don't know why that's left me. I'm probably still having nightmares. I just can't remember them. But yeah, so... That's unfortunate. And let me tell you, when you're a kid and if you're in school, the worst nightmares are nightmares that are set in your school because then you have to, you know, you come home to rest from being at school and then you have a dream that you have to go to school and then you go to school in your dream and you wake up and then you have to go to school again. <laughs> I, know, I know. I feel like when you're younger as well, you you have stranger dreams because your imagination is just so crazy. Uh to have nightmares again. Now that, now that we're talking about this, I'm going to have nightmares again. Well, actually, you know what? Let's not let's not dwell on this. No, or, I, or I will have nightmares again. So <laughs> let's move to a very a very good next song. We've got Becca Hatch with "Girl Like Me." You are listening to Beck, Kaylee, and Luca on Get Serial on Sin. That was Dirty Projectors Bird's Eye. You're listening to Get Serial on Sin with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca. And now it's time, that wonderful part of the show where we share some hot and spicy media recommendations with you, our listeners. Why am I talking like this? Kaylee, I think you had something this week, didn't you? Yeah, I do. Um, 
guys, Tom Mishk has an album with Yusuf Days called What Kind of Music. It was released uh, earlier this year, I believe. Um, so Tom Mishk, he's a London-based musician, and I'd say his music's kind of jazzy, contemporary, soul, um, with probably elements of electronic chucked in the mix. And Yusuf Days, he's also an alternative artist. Both come from a kind of a jazz scene, so together the pair have really really made a super funky album um the album it's pretty chilled out it's got this kind of lively feel it's just overall a really easy listen um the album it's cool because whilst it has this soft jazz element it also incorporates this kind of underlying hip-hop element to it um and I think this really shows throughout like I think one of their standout songs Night Rider their songs um probably one of my favorites actually super seamless has it features uh rapper freddie gibbs so it has this kind of jazzy hip-hop vibe um and both the songs uh tidal wave and night rider have these really cool animated video clips so i'd highly suggest checking them out as well super vibrant and really kind of set the tone for the song um yeah super funky album i highly suggest it have you guys heard it no, but having said that, I haven't heard anything. So any recommendations <laughs> you can throw my way are as good as gold as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, also, Methyl Ethel, uh, their new album, they're an Australian rock band if you haven't heard of them. They released an EP. Um, it's called Hurts to Laugh. It's pretty experimental, also pretty funky. Um, if you kind of like the psychedelic kind of like synthy vibe, I think you'll really like this EP. Um, yeah, they have such a unique sound, but uh, um, it's a little bit different, this album, but it's, it's pretty good. There's five songs on the single. Um, I'd highly suggest listening to um, Quicker and Memory Found. Um, they kind of have a bit of an eerie feel to them, but, yeah, super good album. Um, do you guys have any recommendations? Um, I want to say if I do have a recommendation this week, it isn't a serious and artistic one. It's sort of okay. like super general. So mm -hmm. my partner and I have been killing time watching the British sitcom Miranda, which isn't new. It's just a sitcom <laughs> because we've been we've been doing that. And it sort of reminded me how much I mean, it's a good show if you like like British sitcom style shows, if you like British kind of humor, mm -hmm. it's a good show. But it sort of reminded me how much I appreciate seeing those sort of like strong, like female led comedy shows mm -hmm. throughout history in our own neck of the woods, our very own Kath and Kim and that kind of thing. So my recommendation would be to go and watch a like sitcom E style comedy show run by women where the main characters are women, because I really feel like they bring something unique, especially those sort of, uh, those shows that have like a focus on a chaotic kind of, um, I guess, sisterhood or mother-daughter relationship in the case of Kath and Kim, but also like stuff like Absolutely Fabulous if we're being English again. I just love that kind of stuff. It's absolutely fabulous to me. So that's my media recommendation, women in comedy, especially if there's more than one of them. <laughs> How about you, Luca? Anything this week? Uh, recently, I watched Warwick Thornton's 2017 film, We Don't Need a Map which is a documentary regarding the history of what we know as the Southern Cross in like an Anglo-Saxon term, but for Aboriginal Australians, Indigenous Australians, it's a, it's a constellation that is used as a way of telling stories, creation stories, um, working in the dream time with their culture, and also as like a, uh, like a map in navigating where to find resources and sources of life food around your area. So, uh, yeah, we don't need a map. Uh, it's from Warwick Thornton. Uh, he stated in the interview that, in his opinion, the, the Southern Cross was becoming the new swastika in terms of uh, its adoption by uh, nationalists and racists alike. And he interviews a lot of people who had the tattoo on themselves and then over the decades as the conversation around the constellation was changing and its effect in the culture uh, towards Indigenous Australians, um, people were having these tattoos removed and he interviewed these people as to why they were having it removed and it, and it crossed between um, like Warwick visiting his uh, 
fellow countrymen in the Northern Territory and doing uh, finding the constellation in the outback and doing smoke ceremonies to find where the constellation will lead them next. And then finding other places like in Victoria, there's like one of the oldest uh, archaeological sites for in a, I think it's in the Waiburung land. Yeah, Waiburung land. Uh, it's like a fence that is basically mirroring the Southern Cross, but on the ground. So they use like stone fencing to build this. But when the colonial settlers came, they introduced these massive windmills and pretty much decimated the area. So it goes into that a bit as well, like the effect of colonialism disrupting the, the course of nature, uh, as well as light pollution. Light pollution in Sydney is really bad, and Warwick Thornton at the moment is living in Sydney, and he was saying that it's causing a lot of the stars that uh, Indigenous Australians and First Nations people use as a marker to die away. So a part of that, their culture is being lost as well. So it's a really good watch. I recommend it, especially during NAIDOC week. It's very educational. We don't need a map by Warwick Thornton. Wow. Yeah. I um wow, that's really cool. All right. Well, I might check that out actually. Thanks, mm -hmm. Luca. Um, so I guess we should move on to our very last song. We've well not our last song, our last songs. Um, we've gotten towards the end of our show for the week. Uh thanks so much for staying with us. Don't go away just yet. Still slightly more to come. Next we up we've got Thala Serenade. You're listening to Get Serial on Sin. You're on Get Serial this Thursday morning with Beck, Kaylee, and Luca here on Sin. We just heard a song from B Briggs featuring Mookie. Good morning. And a goodbye from us. We've come to the <laughs> end of the show. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Uh, we also, you can listen up to our interview on Omni. Check it out later. After the show, get ahead to there. Um, Check out our socials, Get Serial, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all the like there. Uh, but, yeah, guys, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, be, sure, be sure to tune in next week, same time, next week, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. We're on here, Get Serial, Thursday. Uh, Beck, Katie, yes. <laughs> Those are indeed our names. Um, yeah, we are super, super glad to be waking up with you every Thursday morning. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.